What's up, y'all? Uh, welcome back to the Steady Talk podcast. As always, I'm Connor here with Chandler. Um, you can find us on uh, Instagram um, and the Steady Talk podcast page. Um, you can find me um, on Insta at Connor Dean underscore, and you can find Chandler at Chandler Jacobs. Um, and then our link tree is in the bio on Instagram. You can find all of uh, um, episodes and, and other information in there as well as uh, the Patreon, but I will go ahead and uh, pass it off on over to Chandler. Yes, sir. So welcome back. Thank you guys again for listening. Like Connor was saying, check out the links on the Steady Talk podcast Instagram page. Uh, we're super excited for tonight, uh, episode number eight already. Like this has been a crazy journey and we're super excited. We got Mike. A good friend, good friend, a great influence, I'd say, like on people, happy-go-lucky, you know, brings a great attitude to everything he does, our, our good friend, Anthony Taylor, or AT. Yes, sir. AT here, man. Thanks for having me, guys, man. I'm yeah. really excited to be here with y'all. Yeah, I, just it's, love, I love the talks and shooting the crap with my guys. Well, it's, it's been a minute, because I was trying to think, I think the last time we all linked together was... Um, that porch party we had. Oh yeah, it was we took well over a year. And you still had well over a year. Too. I did, man. You, you see me now? This yeah, 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 you see now. It's got the Connor Dean cut now. For a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But um, yeah, for the people listening that don't know who you are, if you want to introduce yourself, like what do you do, mm-hmm. what things that inspire you, all that stuff, we'll just mm-hmm. kind of get into it. Okay. Yeah, my name is Anthony Taylor. I'm a fitness advocate. I say first right now. It's one of my driving factors as far as my uh, lifestyle. And it's given me a lot of benefits to to be disciplined in areas of my life that I could build things in, such as the Air Force that I'm joining. Um, making beats is one of my fine crafts that I like to be artistic. You know, we play video games sometimes. Uh, I play sports, college uh, football, ran track. So that's just something I'm always interested in uh, talking to people about, developing that, and making them better. But right now, man, I'm just really hitting the gym hard before I lose some weight in basic training. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you gotta go to you gotta go. To, so you're trying to you're trying to just bulk as much as you can right now. Yeah, I'm trying to bulk, which is crazy because you're still shredded. I know, like, man. <laughs> I don't. Well, when I came from nothing, I had to build something. Yeah, and I, I didn't. Yeah. I never was one that could go eat McDonald's and gain that five pounds, or at least sustain it. I can't sustain that type of thing. Yeah, so it's a fast metabolism. To eat his own, you know, like that. Yeah. Yeah, my brother's uh, one year younger than me, and he's huskier than me. Really? Yeah, my, my mom bought him husky pants. She'll always think he needs to wear the large, and I don't need I to wear the medium, but I'm taller than him. Yeah, she yeah. thinks he's bigger than me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. This is a great thing. I love it and everything. Me and my brother are very competitive through it all. Yeah, that's good, though, to have. Like, mm-hmm. Especially someone like, so close yeah. to you. Like, your own blood, especially, that pushes you really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No beef. No, I know. That's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, your best your best friends are the ones that push you, you know, or, the, or your best are your greatest competitors. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is perfect because I wanted to tell a story, bring up this nostalgic moment. I already Come know on. what AT's gonna. <laughs> I already know what he already knows what I'm gonna tell. Come on. We went to middle school and junior high together, and we always like to just rough, you know, just rough house around. And I remember we played floor hockey one day, you know, rec- recreational, and AT came swinging in on the ankles, <laughs> and. My ankles were not safe that day. Not at all. Bloody up. But unbeknownst, I was not letting him get away with that on his own. So nah. I had to retaliate. Yeah. <laughs> so we I remember that whole that whole time 
We were probably, we probably walked away. You probably like, we probably didn't even play the game. We probably were just more worried about smacking each other in the yeah. angles and stuff. So yeah, there's <laughs> nothing really better than having PE or rec or like weights with one of your boys or like a group of them because then it was just tons of heinous shit that was going on. Oh, like, yeah, four hockey was sport. lit and, that day. And, and then I think, too, because we all knew at that point we were going to separate high schools at that time. Mm-hmm. So that even uh, drove a little bit of, like, kind of a rivalry yeah. between, like, this, like, because I went to Liberty and, yeah. and AT went to Liberty North. So, like, it kind of drove, like, a little rival, like, a good, friendly rivalry, too, yeah. in all the sports and everything. Yeah. So, so you guys played each other in football? At all? Or no? If we, we did. We did. Soft, I think it was sophomore year was like the only year that I think Liberty ever played. Liberty okay. North. I think. We didn't play you guys, JV, varsity, nothing like that. It was just kind of like. Because none of that stuff makes sense to me because it was just like my town had just had that. The high school. Now, AT was probably already starting at this point. Like, yeah. I, like I was playing like JV and sophomore team. So, like, that could have happened on varsity at some point. Yeah. But from what I remember, when I, my junior and senior when I was mm-hmm. at varsity, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. No, that would have been a problem for y'all. At least seeing, at least seeing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, I'll we didn't get that, that one I'll though. That. But no, nah, man, I actually I played from freshman year. I would play B team, a little bit of A team, like returning specialist stuff. Mm-hmm. C team, yeah, you know JV. I then I didn't play my first three games of varsity. So I've always been kind of just battling up, but yeah. Yeah. you know. No, tell us about tell us about like. I guess because I feel like honestly, when you play football or like a, a, any sort of sport, and you are okay with doing that grind, even if you like say I didn't even play, but I, you know I went to practice every oh, yeah. day and I showed up and I was a good teammate. Yeah, and just building that sort of discipline, like you were talking about in the beginning, is yeah. like so. You probably got kind of a taste of that. So what the, talk about that process for you? Well, that taste was a. Uh... It, felt, it tasted like blood at first because I felt like people were out to get me, yeah. you know. But then my, my teammates weren't the ones out to get me, so I could never have that, toward, that sort of attitude towards them. The people that had the highest uh, opinions of me weren't the ones that made that type of decision. So it was just me versus my coaches. And it ultimately came up to being me versus me. Yeah. Because if I show show my, my blood out to them and I, I'm making a, myself look worse, I'm never yeah. going to play. If I'm not being a good teammate... I'm going to lose friends, you know? And so I just knew I had to keep going. My time was going to come. My time ended up coming, though, eventually senior year. I didn't play my first three games. And they put me in after my brother. My brother even started before I did, man. That hurt, you know? But I was always – I was coaching him up. Like, man, if I can do anything, I'm going to help you right now because I'm not playing. Yeah. It built built a monster out of me, man, because as soon as I got to touch down on the field, I was ready. Yeah. My second game, I had what? I had three picks. Versus Grandview, like, hey, I'm here now. I should have, you know, yeah, not should have, could have, would as a side. It was one of the best learning experiences for me in life, to be honest. Just to have to battle out the ranks, regardless of what you know your true value is. Yeah, and when somebody else doesn't see it, yeah, you have to still prove it to yourself. That's sometimes I wish, like, I, I wish I would would have like grown up in a bigger city or something like that. Yeah, so I had to battle more for spots. Like. Really, the only thing I would really, like, felt like I had to grind for was in basketball. Because, like, yeah. my junior year, we had, like, I think 10 seniors. Like, something crazy. So, even at that point, it was, I knew, like, no matter how hard, like, I played, like, you know, I wasn't going to start mm-hmm. um, on varsity. But everything else, like, 
freshman year, I like started varsity baseball, and then I didn't get back into soccer till my junior year, and we barely even had enough players to have an all-men's team, so we had girls on the team and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. I never felt like I had that like push of, of, a big of, of being like, hey, if you don't really perform... Someone if someone is next man up, someone's going to take your spot. Absolutely. And I never was that way in the weight room either. I hated weights, like, you know, 6.30, 6 a.m. weights. If someone didn't show up, you would coach that or that or coach would send two guys to your house and we would knock on I like knock on their door. Cause, I, like I mean, Cole Camp is so small. Yeah, you have, you so have you, to do that. You knew oh, where everyone lived at. So uh-huh. we're like, oh, you know, where's AT? Well, <laughs> let's go see yeah, Two guys get in the truck and we go there and yeah. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, wake up. Ding dong, ding dong, and stuff like that. And then, and then they would show up still half asleep and their shirts on backwards and shit. And yeah, it was, I mean, weights was a, a fun time, but at that, like, I, I didn't know how to work out. I was super mm-hmm. tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got partners too, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Oh yeah, let's go ahead and warm up on bench." And they're throwing one thirty-five on there, and I'm like, "I could barely do like ninety-five for <laughs> for a few reps." But I wish, like for me, I never had that, and I and I didn't have any like siblings either. I had an older sister who was seven years older than me. Oh, that's a big difference. And so yeah. I never had that push of. St- Someone like you had you had Ian of yeah, course, yeah. and then you had your brother. So and Ian, right. Ian was the better athlete than I. It, it yeah, a better athlete. He played than I, yeah college baseball. Yeah, stuff, like he so. played college baseball. Like sure, I can run. I, I lift weights and stuff, but I I'm not. He's definitely more coordinated, coordinated. Than I am when it comes to like sports and, and that matters. Yeah, physical sports. Right. Was there any huge difference from? I mean, I'm sure there was, but what was the biggest difference you saw from collegiate level to? to high school because i i know for me like when i would go to these baseball camps yeah like i thought i was good you know was a good player in the conference or the district or whatever and you go to these other camps there's kids your age that are twice as big hitting the ball twice as far yeah and i was just like oh i'm just a welcome to real world i'm just a yeah a little pebble of sand on this giant (laughs) beach so what like i guess how did that feel for you how did that feel that transition tell them what else uh because I know what sports you play, but tell, tell, me what yeah. sports you, tell me what sports you play. So I went to the University of Central Missouri to run track and to play football. I had a track fo- I had a track scholarship, but I had an inclination to go and take someone's scholarship playing football because I felt like oh, there's always people out to get me, you know? Yeah. So I felt like I didn't get the exposure I needed. I didn't have the, the family backing to go to these camps that I definitely would have performed at very well. Whether my coaches liked it or not, I would have been able to put on some tape for some other people. But when I got to college, the biggest difference, I want to say, is size. Yeah. So, yeah. in high school, I was 145. I ended up leading state in picks, and I was all-state, but I was 145. Yeah. So, people that want to be recruiting me are going to say, I'm not, I'm not as physical. But, you know, yeah. Um, what does that mean? Right. If I'm making the plays, it's about being a player, you know? Because yeah. you look at guys like Tyron, Tyron Matthew, or like even like Sneed. Like yeah. That, those guys aren't aren't big by any means, but they, like, you know, they grind. That's what you call a baller. Yeah, yeah. A, a baller, a good football player, yeah. yeah. So I got, when I got to UCM, uh, we had the 6 a.m. workouts, yeah. and that was, that was really hard to, to get pushed through those workouts where you want to quit. Yeah. Like, I wanted to quit almost every time, three days a week, like, the challenge, but I, I felt the games were coming, whether I liked them or not. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I got bigger legs. 
I don't feel as, as good about like my strength, I want to say then, but I felt like I was an athlete, a football player, football player. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I felt for sure like a brick. And uh, the biggest thing after that was people being 6'4". Okay. <laughs> so, Sorry. watching football now, dude, you got to give some of these guys credit for even trying to yeah, defend these guys. that are. You cannot see around them. They're 6'4". Yeah. And so, I had a, weight, a weightlifting coach. He's a coach in that Syracuse now. Uh, shout out Coach Teeter. Um, really great weightlifting coach. He told me I was the smallest person on the team. I remember going in to get my equipment, and I was like, can I get a medium shirt of this? We only do largest. We, got a large. <laughs> we only do largest. So I'm like, dang, throw it my in the tits off. Throw it in the dryer for an hour. That's yeah. <laughs> it made me feel small, man, like I wasn't an athlete still. So I started looking at myself as like a just a small paper nail, or paper yeah. clip, small paper clip compared to these guys, you know. Yeah. So uh, once my coach told me that, I was like, okay, I got to get stronger. But then during the same time, I should be running track right now. I should be working on my indoor season, my outdoor season. But yeah. I was just so worried about taking someone's scholarship. Or I got kind of too hungry for yeah. for something that may not have been my calling, I want to say, because my heart wasn't exactly in it. But it was just always the peers, my peers saying stuff and the criticism. Yeah. It, was, it was really getting to me, man. And once I got out of that mindset, I told myself I just wanted to run track. Because football was definitely for me. And I feel like now I can play football still, but... If you want to be a, a healthy person, you have to worry about yourself sometimes. And mentally, that wasn't healthy for me. Yeah, being in a situation where I'm being questioned all the time about that's questioning my manhood. I want to say. Yeah. You know, and one of my exit talks I had with my football coach, Coach Sabota, he was like, "You can play next year if you bench press 315." Why do I need to bench press 350? Yeah. You got tape on me covering. Yeah. We're the highest scoring offense in the league, and I'm playing cornerback, and I'm making plays on your ones. Yeah. What is it? What's, you just yeah. don't like me. Yeah. You want a big, you want a 6'2 guy. You, that, want, you want someone that fits the frame, like the, the physical frame of, of you know, a college athlete, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, everybody doesn't have that mindset, and I respect it in his vision. And Is that what it was like? Like, they wanted that frame, right? The yeah. 6'2, you know, 190. They want the prototype that they can build on. Okay. They want somebody they see and be like, I can make him a football player. Mm -hmm. But if you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty trash. But from that football stint, you know, I went through my track years and stuff like that. But the one thing that really stuck with me was weightlifting. Yeah. For sure. At the college level. Like, how hard I need to go. The guys I was in the gym with. Yeah. Those guys were some monsters, even for being freshmen. Uh, we had a guy, 6'6", six, six, hand cleaning, like, 305. Oh, now he's a uh, he's a Viking. Tight end Zach Davis. He's a Viking. One of my freshman freshman buddies. I made a lot of friends that year, man. To this day, and but now they're coming to me like, "At, how are you this fit, man? You was not that big then." Yeah. You know, I, so it's a whole different path I took after that. Yeah. A lot of criticism. I've always been a small guy. Yeah. Mm, you know. Well, I, I think the two. I understand it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I guess I'll relate in that way. I'm not, you know, 200 pounds, yeah. but I'd say I've definitely gained at least more confidence. And like when I, you know, when you see yourself, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I actually look like I weight lift and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. I, I felt the same way growing up. Like I was mm -hmm. really skinny, really small, yeah, frail, just mm -hmm. like you'll never be big, that type of stuff. I wouldn't say I'm huge, but like I definitely, I, I, 
I definitely say like it's been a transformation going into that. Yeah. And like I've reached a point where I'm like, okay. Yeah. I definitely believe in myself enough that like I've reached a better point. Yeah. Because that was, I mean, for me, I didn't start weightlifting until I was 23. And I remember in high school, I was so small. Mm-hmm. My coach, we would do dribbling drills, mm-hmm. and he would make me dribble with a weighted basketball. Like that's how. I don't. I can't even. I was maybe like one sixty five, mm-hmm. at like six three, six four ish, but it. But look, looking at it now, like all the guys that were like starting and like were super fit and stuff yeah. like that now aren't like that. Right and now, I'm built like that, so it's kind of like it all kind of plays out for itself. I mean, I I don't like think bad or like talk shit on anybody in that regard, but it's. It's like, I wish I would have figured it out sooner, I guess, you know? If you can fix your mind, you can fix your life, though. Yeah. So now that you have that mindset, you can teach those guys what they were missing, even if they had what they think was the life at that time. Right. That's where people are looking for new information and stuff. But yeah, Chandler, I'm, I'm sure there's a picture of something out there of us just looking frail. Oh, yeah. stuff, man. <laughs> we're somewhere. But that just gave us the basis for building muscle, I want to say. Well, I think, I think sports, too play if you don't play but you yeah. stick it out and you do all that stuff you build the discipline but you get a free lesson on how to lift weights and how to be active mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can do it by yourself because it gets so ingrained by going to work out you know at on a sports team for you know off season in season yeah. off season in season and like you know how to do everything you're very familiar in there so you walk into a gym and you say like I might have not played or I might have played but at least I took something away that can keep me sharp the rest of my life. Yeah. And that was what I, like, other than the work ethic and the discipline that you build from it, that was the big thing. I was like, I got a free gym and I got a free training session for my whole four years of college. Right. So now I know how to do all the different exercises, all the weights, how to mm-hmm. hang clean, how to bench press, how to squat. Yeah, you know, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And having, I think, that experience, like AT had and you had, and myself, being right. coming out of and then say, say going into college like we did, yeah, we started picking it up more serious. Mm-hmm. I think we, we it kind of put you at an advantage because you're like, okay, now I can develop who I want to be or what I want to look like, yeah, without you know the strain of having to conform to a certain type of workout. But I also have the knowledge to do that and push me to my next yeah. level. Yeah. Did you did you ever? have like a fall off at all after school because i know for some college oh, athletes, man. for some college athletes yeah especially like the the bigger dudes i feel like they're so ingrained in the routine and um you know practice and the weights and how you're supposed to eat and stuff like that and then when college football that personally that's why i didn't really want to play any college sports because mm. one i had already been playing sports year round for so many years but then i just kind of i wanted I guess the college experience, but I I knew that college sports was just going to continue to control my life, and I just Mm -hmm. didn't really want that. Mm -hmm. Did you struggle at all coming out of college, knowing that it's essentially an entire lifestyle? And there's some people that come out and then they just gain a whole bunch of weight and they don't really know or don't have the discipline like they used to and stuff like that. Right. So I definitely had a realization that I have to put in a lot more work than even the coaches were telling me to. Because I had a locker room around me, right? So those guys, I want to be... You're I don't want to stick out. By, yeah. I don't want to stick out, but it's so easy to fit in with this world today. Yeah. You know? So I could definitely eat this, not do this, 
But then it's going to be a grand total of weight gain, uh, sadness, image problems, and stuff like that. I lost my image after football. Um, when I, I lost my legs, I was getting smaller and stuff again. Yeah. And I was like, man, I feel like trash. Mm -hmm. This is not what I'm used to. I've always had a routine, a routine, a schedule and stuff like that. When I lost the schedule, that's when I lost myself. So yeah. now I have to create my own, own schedule. schedule that it works for me. Yeah. What works for me? I can take the things that worked at 6 a.m. Uh, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, and I can add those to my routine. At least so I don't hurt myself and so I can make uh, progress. Slow progress is better than no progress. Staying steady. Yeah, Staying steady. steady. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> staying steady, yeah. man. That's the, yeah. That's the point so, of the thing. So I... I lost my legs. That was my biggest thing, though, too, Chandler. I, my legs, there's a difference in uh, lifting in the gym and going heavy and then lifting with 50 grown men yelling at you yeah. to get that weight up. Yeah. I'm not going to have the same legs that I had, at least from that type of standpoint. But, you know, I can build my legs still. So, we haven't seen AT in a long time, me and Connor. And I, just from not seeing you for forever, mm -hmm. you, like, I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll say, I've witnessed, I guess, a change in your, in like the demeanor and the things like that in a, in a positive light. So I want to attack, like your mental shift has seen, it seems so different than like the last time I talked to you. Now I'm saying like you were unhappy, you're happy yeah. now, but just like yeah. the way you have formed everything and, yeah. and like the things you've been talking about, like talk about your mindset, like what has changed? Has your network changed or like what have you been doing and how, how has your mindset changed in all this, this, I guess your fitness transformation? Mm -hmm. So I remember after I finished my last semester at UCM, I was getting ready to move back home um, before I moved again because I wanted to get into a new place. I wanted to leave Lawrenceburg. Um, when I was having That's those, I was having those, I was having a couple dark days, man. But then the only thing that can get me out of that was to get on YouTube and figure out how to build my life back up in a positive fashion. And then I found out. My mindset was weak, my body was getting weaker, and I said, okay, we can fix this. I know I can lift weights every day, but that's not gonna fix my mind. That's gonna be unhealthy. Yeah. So I'll go to the gym for 45 minutes. I'll do the same stuff every day. I didn't touch a weight for three months, but I was listening to podcasts every time. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like a quiet beast. Like, very, very gentle, but if I needed to explode, I could. But at that time, the gym was where I was exploding at, so I just went harder in the gym. Oh, reading books was one of the biggest things I've ever done for myself. I never used to read books. Um, I like to find information, but no, I didn't used to read books and actually input yeah. that stuff into my mind every day. I'll take a shower, turn on uh, another book. Like, I just stayed reading or at least trying to put positive affirmations and mindsets. Just learn from other people as much as I can because, like I said, I'm in the shower, I can turn on music or I can actually feel like I'm growing. Yeah. yeah. You can listen to Jocko or... Jordan Peterson, or mm -hmm. even like, you know, what do you listen to? Uh, right now, I listen to Audible. I have a bunch of books on there. Uh, the Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. um, I read the 50 Rules of Power or something like that. I didn't read all of it, but I read a, a lot of it. I feel like there's a lot of information you can get from that. Um, I listen to a bunch of podcasts, uh, Daily Mind Meditation. I started learning how to, I started learning how to meditate. Okay. I actually started that too, which was a great thing, man, just to not think about anything. Um, can't remember too much other things I listen to. Sometimes I got to go back and revisit those same lessons. Sure. Sure. You know, I got to revisit those lessons because I'm going to I'm gonna fall down, but I got to get back up. So yeah. um, I then learned that my body was growing faster than my mind, but I'm still working on it. The mind is a huge muscle. Oh, all yeah, those, yeah. 
that brain is huge, man. You have to keep working on it. I mean, it. it's always going to be a continuous. Yeah. It's the only thing in your body that doesn't go away. Like, you can get old and you're, you know, you, yeah. you, your body you're, your muscles. Your body you, can't jump, you, jump, you can't jump as high or, or leap as far or, or do what you could before that, but your mind can keep it sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the whole thing was I had image problems with myself mentally and physically, mm-hmm. and working out was going to fix some of those things for me if I did it the right way. So I wake up, eat breakfast, um, watch people lift, um, and then I would read books or listen to instrumental music. Like, I just had to slow down my life. Yeah. And so when I go to the gym, I was working out, of course, but I knew that I was going there for my mental state. Yeah. That's what that... And then after a while, I started seeing these these changes in my body and stuff, and I celebrate them a little bit, but I was just like, I'm actually feeling like I'm becoming the man I'm supposed to be if I'm doing these things, man. Like, the working out, I'm not addicted to working out and stuff like that. It just, in my life, it's something I need, and I have some additions to it that helps me build other parts of my life. Like, I could be in the gym thinking about money, you know, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I could be in the gym, in the gym uh, listening to current news or I just knew that my mind was somewhere else, even if I'm in the gym. Yeah. But I put it in a good place. Yeah. You know? No, I didn't distract myself, but I showed up every day. Yeah. I showed up for myself every yeah. day, I feel like. What, um, did you did you have a specific moment? Because this is a, a question mm-hmm. that I've asked a few other people on here. Did you have a specific moment where something happened or you just, like, looked at yourself to where it made that switch where you were like, okay, now I have, I have to make a change or nothing's going to change? Or was it just something that gradually started happening? Or Like a pivot point. A yeah. pivot point? Like, did you hit a, at a bottom or a lower? Yeah. Because for some or did you wake up one day and just like... Yeah. For, some, for, me, it was a, for, for me, it was a breakup. We had Alex on, I yeah. think it was episode two. Um, at that time, he was... Yeah. You know, working in the fast food industry, he was, he was like, yeah, I just looked in the, in the mirror one day and was like, you know, I got to make a change and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I remember the exact day that I made the change. Um, I I think, yeah, I remember the exact day. It was 2018 around 12 p.m. This, this is when COVID started, so I'm taking okay. classes online, yeah, but yeah, everybody's yeah, going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started yeah. realizing, like, the, yeah. pe- the five people I surround myself with, I, I like them. But I don't want to be like them. Yeah. So let me remove that. Yeah. And then everybody else disappeared. I didn't feel like no one was talking to me. I could hardly even like myself at the time because I felt like um, I didn't know what I was going to do for work. Mm-hmm. I didn't know um, what the summer was going to look like being I was going to have to move home. Um, I wasn't. I didn't have any ex breakups or anything at that time. It was more so I'm not being the person I want to be, so probably nobody else wants to talk yeah. to that type of person. No one wants to be around me if I'm not if I'm like, not me at my full potential. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I had to ask myself, do I like myself? And I told myself in the dark, yes, I do. But there's a lot of things, if I'm going to be honest, that I need to fix about myself. So I went to the gym, and I looked so depressed, but I took the flattest picture in the mirror and I was like, no flex, nothing, because this is going to change. I knew yeah. this was day one. The is first that the one picture. on your Instagram that you post every once in a while? Um, no, not that one. Okay. Not that one. I actually should have posted it. Because you're like pretty this. active on, on social, too. So. Yeah, I'm trying to get better which is, at that, too. Which is really – that's something I've never mm-hmm. been super comfortable with doing. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think I look super great. And mm-hmm. I think you look 
absolutely jacked. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So AT is posting that stuff. Because if I look like that, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, man. But it's it. like I said, if I have that day one, I want to celebrate <laughs> a thousand days later. Like, right. as you should. Absolutely. I feel good about it. Yeah. But yeah, I had that day one, man. And then I showed up for myself every day, took this, the progress picture, mm-hmm. kept listening to my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, in two months, they'll see it. In four or five months, I'll actually feel like I'm embodying that person that they're seeing. If I can do it, so I just I'll just stay consistent from there, and uh, I started learning ways to make more money, just ways to be a healthier mental person or intelligent person. I've always been intelligent, but I fall I fell down with times, and I felt like I was an idiot at that point. Like, yeah. I felt like I was messing up a little bit. Yeah. So I use the gym as my pivot point. And it just opens up so many doors, man. Yeah, yeah. Like you said about Instagram, I've tried to be more uh, active on there. Mm-hmm. Instagram's not what it used to be. It used to be like, hey, I'm having a good time. This is the picture from last night, which yeah. is still true. Which is true. But now. It's more like auntie and queen and things like that. Yeah. It's definitely a bigger social platform than yeah. what it was intended to be. Yeah, and I appreciate this platform too because I need to speak about all this stuff that's happened because people could just see a picture of me looking pretty good, I guess. Yeah. But they may not but they, know the actual who AT is. You know? Yeah. They just, oh, he's just or trying to show he's the gym. Yeah, he's the gym, yeah. the gym dude. The gym the dude. Pack and the big delts. And yeah, I don't want to talk to somebody that's just addicted to the gym because yeah. well, that must be, yeah, that must be AT's personality personality like the it's gym is his only far from it man yeah. i was never in the yeah. gym i didn't start lifting until i was probably 22 yeah even though i lifted before never took it that serious never yeah. saw the benefits in life that i could have from it yeah but I, I think though too that it's unfortunate the people that probably think that way about you or the people that haven't had that moment of realization mm-hmm. yet where they're like i need to make i need to make a change you know because mm-hmm. there's that person where it's like like Hey Chandler, I just got a promotion at work. You know, like now I'm I'm making more money. It yeah. could be like, dude, that's that's sick. sick. You know, let's celebrate or you know have a couple drinks, smoke a cigar or whatever. Or right. it's the one person that's like, oh, sick, dude. And then you get home and it's like, you know, oh, Chandler thinks he's so cool now. He's mm-hmm. got his job promotion, blah blah blah, stuff like that. And it's it's yep, it's the I mean, there's so many things I want to try to tap on but i think i feel like covid like either would make or break a lot of people and so for instance for you it seemed like it kind of it kind of held you down a little bit in a way but then it made you actually realize because that's what i i didn't start reading until covid right um yeah like i was working from home for a little bit i you know lost my lost my job unfortunately Mm -hmm. moved back home with my dad so i literally had no friends i was just like Mm -hmm. the gym and then all of my eating was super on track. I was weighing my peanut butter. Like it was got super crazy. Ooh, weighing the butter. Yeah. Shoot, it was. It was. It was honestly. Yeah. It was. I had the little. The little like on on the scale. It was probably. I look back at it now. My relationship with food was super unhealthy. But right. Uh, that's when I started getting into reading and trying to work on my mental health. And it's been, uh, you know, the past two years. It's it's always a, a continuous struggle. And things like that, but I mean, I think it's super great that that you were able to to do that, and I think it's important that's for some time, you know, at, at sometimes for people to fall out of your life to really truly understand like mm-hmm. how impactful they might have been, because mm-hmm. an important thing um, that Chandler and I always have is like there's tons of people that we would in, invite, and this this isn't like 
in regards to like an actual specific thing, but just life in general, yeah. there's tons of people that we would invite to a dinner party, but there's only a certain amount of people that we would actually let like sit and eat at our table with us. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so I think truly understanding that point of like, I need to fix myself so I can surround myself with the right people. Cause if I'm just a negative Nancy all the time, mm-hmm. no one's going to want to be that's around me. Was. And so that's why I think you have to find a collective group of people that all think that way mm-hmm. in order to not only you know, help yourself, but to help them and then continuously, like whether it's make, making more money or it's right. like, sometimes, you know, I, I have thoughts on like, Hey Chandler, I had know nothing about the stock market type stuff. And it's like, there's things that he can ask me that I know that he doesn't mm-hmm. know and vice versa. So I'm I, sorry, I yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I got I'm still working on that, but it's, it's been a journey, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, that's at, at the end of the day, it's such a cool journey. I guess, because for me personally, I've had a lot of super, super low lows and a lot of really good highs. And so mm. it's just understanding that that's how life is. And just as long as you continue to surround yourself with love and the right people and stay healthy and and be kind to people, even if people do you wrong, like, you know, it, there's just a lot to <laughs> it's a lot to I think it. a biggest thing, I think one of the biggest things you can find in practice, I think, is... Uh, just having the humility with yourself, like, right? Yeah. Right. The ability to laugh at yourself, like you spill coffee on your pants, yeah. and you just can, you can say, oh, wait, it looks like I peed myself. I'm an idiot. You know? like, yeah, yeah like, I'm dumb, whatever. Like, I, I think having some humility comes with that, and then also, like, the positive attitude, and like you were saying, surrounded by the right people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Eisenhower... You know, you, you said it, you're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. this General Eisenhower quote, you know, he surrounded himself with smarter people than he was because they always made him smarter. Mm-hmm. Always be the dumbest person. And like you were saying, having a good network and everything is great, but it's also great because when those people give you feedback, they can say either they can give you constructive criticism, even. but mm-hmm. those are the type of people you can take that from and say, these are the type of people that are giving me criticism. I should listen and then change and grow because I know that they love me and they support yeah. me and it's doing what's best for me. Because what's dangerous too is having a, a, a close group of friends that are all like yes men, you know? Mm-hmm. Stroking your ego. Right, right. And uh, unfortunately, I'm sure a lot of people have that. And so it, you need that one friend that's like, hey man, you're messing up. Like, And, the, the, and then having, like you said, the, the humility or the realization of like, Maybe I should listen to this person and what they have to say, you know. So, what's your opinion, AT, on yeah. like ego? Oh, like I'm not the the whole concept of it. I guess like not talking about not saying they're not what ego exactly is, but kind of how it can consume people, you know, into like the wrong the wrong direction. Because mm-hmm. I feel like like you were saying, it, you could totally have a big sure you could have a big ego. Absolutely, he look great, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, and right. that's what makes him so. That's what makes it so like awesome to see and so inspiring. So yeah. talk about that, because like that's what I see. That's what I see in your social media too. Yeah, man. So ego. So when you walk into a room, you definitely want to feel like you have value in that room. Mm-hmm. You want to feel like you can talk to somebody and tell them something that they don't know, or yeah. you can talk to them and make them willing enough to talk to you about something they don't know. 
when you have an ego, that's going to be you as a person. Like, how do you feel about yourself? Yeah. Like, are you confident in yourself? But it's also going to become a toxic trait if you're not using it right. There's times to have the ego mm-hmm. and times to not have the ego. That's a wisdom right there because yeah. if you're telling me I'm messing up here and my ego is so high that I can't listen right. and actually change something, then I'm not going to become a better person. I'm just going to be a little egotistical in that way. And it's okay. People have opinions, right. but I feel like your ego is so, I, I honestly just want to say confidence. Like it's so important to have confidence. Like if you're putting in the work, then maybe you should have some of the rewards that come with it. Um, if you are a millionaire, maybe you should have some ego because you have a million dollars, you know? Yeah. But then once you get into those flex, bigger rooms, flex. your ego goes, yeah. <laughs> because you are relying on that so much, but the person that you built has so much value, you got into this room. So now let me relax a little bit right. and let these guys talk to me, like yeah. use my ears. Yeah, It's important to have an ego, man. You got to know who you are no matter what, because people are constantly going to intrude your mind with thoughts. And that's going to ruin your ego. Yeah. Especially in, in today's world, too. Now, they, I think, you know, the whole, the whole trade of, or the whole concept of, like, toxic masculinity and stuff like that is yeah. seen now as such a, a bad thing of, you know, working out and taking videos of you like flexing with your shirt off and like trying to get your money up and things like that. I feel like the world nowadays is trying to, well, it's just, it's, 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 I mean, it's a super touchy subject for like a lot of people. So I don't want to get into it like a whole bunch, but I think some, sometimes men our age now struggle with having that discipline of what it really means to become I guess a high value man in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Um, and I, we all have the ability to, to do that. And for some people, like they might be better in, in some places like, and like the guy might be super jacked and ripped, but he might not have money or mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. has a lot of money, but you know, he's, he's not in good shape and doesn't care about his health and stuff like that. What, I guess, what are your They're kind fighting of each other? Yeah. What are your thoughts on, do you, do you, I guess, what do you value for yourself in regards to trying to be as, as high value of a man as, as possible. Does that go with the whole ego? Because there's so many different aspects to it. It's, oh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a journey. Yeah. I think the thing is, we got to be journeymen. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you going to pack your bags and get ready to leave here for the journey? Because I'm ready to go at any moment. Like, I'm ready to go to the Air Force. I want to experience things. Yeah. I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't experience the things of the past. Yeah. If... I felt like I was had a perfect life right now and I didn't experience nothing before. I'm going to need experience at some point. And then we can build off of that life that I have right now and add the experience points to it. But I looked up online, the definition of ego is a person's sense of self-esteem and self-importance. So if you don't have an ego, you don't think you're important. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is everybody thinks they're important, important. Yeah. or so important you can put on that. But... um. You can teach me. I can teach you. Knowledge, yeah. knowledge. It's important. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's important. It's, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, and that's why like one of our logos is like the the, the little balance thing because it's it's the scale the, the style scale. It's so much of like life's yeah. a balance of ups yeah. and downs and and backwards and forwards. Yeah, trying to stay steady of of. Hey, I can teach you this, but also be be willing to. 
learn from others and, mm-hmm. and things like that too. So it's just, I, th- I think always, always just going to be a continuous process, mm-hmm. which is the cool thing about life, I think, um, especially as men, you know, it, it's not, not the easiest at times, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't think, but, you know, uh, I mean, we had Jamie on here and we talked about just the effects of men's mental health and things like that too, and how oh, important yeah. the gym is and, yep. and whatnot. Routine. Routine, 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 routine like, routine. yeah, you, now you're getting into meditation, mm-hmm. like, Jamie was saying she would go on walks, but she wouldn't have headphones in, mm-hmm. she would just, you know, feel the breeze, listen to nature, just think, her, think her own breathe, thoughts, yeah. yeah, kind of just be in touch with herself, um, which I think is super cool that you found meditation in that way, mm-hmm. I've tried journaling, it doesn't work, mm-hmm. I've tried meditation, but if I'm, for me, it's, I always have to be doing something, whether mm-hmm. it's, doing the dishes or you know I have to keep stimulated like somehow because if I try to meditate my mind just thinks of like oh I, I don't have as much money as I should or I should that's be doing the, this that, or, but that's the thing that, that's the importance of meditation because yeah. you have to sit with your own thoughts and, right? and, and understand and like, one who can fight his own battle inside his head and mm-hmm. control it is the most dangerous person out there Yeah, you know I wouldn't say dangerous in that sense but yeah. like one who can be calm with his own head and can yeah. talk, I guess, talk to himself in a calm fashion yeah. and understand why he feels that way. Yeah. yeah, you have to analyze why you thought that thought. Yeah, Even if it's a crazy thought, you don't feel like that was actually you. Yeah. Why did I think that thought? Or then figure out how to change it, too. Yeah. Instead of just being like, day after day, oh, poor me. Yeah. It forces you, it, meditation kind of forces you to change it. Yeah. It, it does. It's a realization manage. of like, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> of that. I'm not really where I need to be. Yeah, uh, but you gotta face that. You gotta face that in the mirror. Like I said, when I when I went to the gym for the first time and I knew I was gonna be consistent, I said, I'm nothing, I will be something. Yeah. And I kept that picture in my phone because I already knew at that point a mental barrier was broken that I'm gonna be better. Yeah. In the future. Like this is one scene in my life and I'd love to keep this scene because it makes this movie even that much better. Yeah. It it might not have been a good scene for me personally. But in the future, I'll be able to tell somebody about that time, what I yeah. was thinking, and I had to deal with that on my by myself yeah. at that point, you know? Yeah. But now I got you guys, I can talk about it, too, and it's important to have wise counsel as well yeah. with the meditation <laughs> and all these other things. Yeah, man, because you can't do it all yourself, but you have to yeah. deal with yourself more than anybody else does. Yeah. All right, because we're getting close to the end here. Yes, sir. AT, go into your beats. We got we to gotta hear about this. What's your experience been like? I've always... Man. I love... He always used to, I love that he used to send me, he used to email me all of them, and I used to listen to all of them, and always just, like, I, I always had them on my phone, I was like, yo, this AP, like, someone please rap over this, like, Man. someone make something over this, like, I, I always loved it, but I, have, I haven't heard it in forever, so I'm just, I'm really, really wow. curious, I'm like, how's the, how's the, like, how's the music thing going, coming along? Man, the music thing's going good, I'm working on a new project with my brother, Mark, um, he's, a uh, he's one of my favorite people to work with, because me and him are coming from the same cloth. If I'm thinking crazy in this way, I know he can hop on it because he's thinking just as crazy as me in this way. Um, the music is going good, man. I actually make a lot of beats for myself. It actually started out as kind of meditation, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I remember the first beat I made, it was called Oatmeal. Like, why did I name it that? <laughs> I have no idea. But I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's it felt sick. like I was playing a video game. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I told myself, I'm distracting myself from life with video games. I want to do something more constructive. 
That's why I started making beats. I okay. downloaded FL Studio, yeah. and I was trash, but I had rhythm. Yeah. I didn't even snap the things. Uh, I didn't even snap my hi hats uh, in the right places, so they were taking off. <laughs> but I already had the creative aspects yeah. that they were close. You had to master the tool. Yeah, I had to master my tool, man. And I just I, I went to the workshop with it, man. Uh, beats is one of my favorite things. Meditation to me, I like lo-fi. Yeah, I can listen yeah, to piano, yeah, yeah. Yep. jazz, just stuff where I don't have to think. It's just beautiful. It's ambient. Yeah, for sure. Um, if I stop making beats, I'd go crazy. You know, like I've tried journaling as well. Yeah, I'm. I probably journal three out of seven times a week. Okay, but I, I'd rather make beats, man, because those are my raw emotions. Yeah. Why did I make this beat? Like, what part of me felt like this? Sometimes it's nostalgic. I get goosebumps even mm-hmm. sometimes, man. Just from the beat, I don't need nobody to rap on it. Like this is right. me. This is embodies how I'm feeling. Yeah. So that was just a good way for me to to figure out who I am, how I'm feeling, just check up on myself, really. Mm-hmm. And I actually figure out that it makes money sometimes, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, you can make some artwork. You can get some people to rap on it. It's cool. It sounds good in the car. I used to be so excited to get in the car and listen to the beat, man. I love sharing it with you too, man. You love all my beats. I didn't even like them because I'm listening to the radio. Yeah. But you can't always compete to the highest level. You got to work it up, you know? But I was doing that stuff for myself, man. I never wanted to be like anybody else. Man, you know, that just makes me think. Maybe we should collab and get an intro beat. Dude, make an what? intro beat for the pod. Yeah. Make an intro beat for you the know pod. What's, you know what's, Dude, you know what's awesome. crazy? I got, a, I got an idea. I actually made a beat and I was thinking about it for the pod. We'll call it Oatmeal Jr. <laughs> no, it's got to be epic though. It's got to, it's got to, it's got to get the the viewers' attention. Right now, we That's a great idea. We have an intro, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know what? I've always wanted to work with ATM yeah, or something, yeah. so this would be because we've wanted something, but then there's like copyright issues where you have to like pay for a song. So, yeah. so we're like, I'm like, why not go directly to the source? Yes, yeah, right idea. In our studio. I should have brought my laptop, man. Look it up. Oh, man. That'd be awesome, bro, if we get to work together and yeah. do that. No, we'll definitely have to do that. But um, once again, man, yeah, thank you so much for uh, hopping on, taking some time out of your night to, to join us. Where Absolutely. where can they find yeah. either, like, your beats, your socials, if you want to go ahead and plug all Make that. Make sure if, drop some wisdom at the end. Yeah. Give us some. Oh, for sure. So right now, my Instagram is yesanthonyyes. Oh, excuse me. Yes, and yes. I just changed it. It used yeah, yes, and yes. <laughs> like the Soldier Boy song. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yes, and yes is my Instagram on there. Um, I'm gonna have my leak tree for my beats in the bio. Um, besides that, I've been on TikTok a little bit. Nothing too crazy yet. Just keep in touch with me on Instagram right now. See how the progress is going. I actually just want to inspire people on there, man. Um, trying to trying to get out from just posting workouts and stuff like that. I want to use my voice. Yeah. And I want people to understand, like, it doesn't matter where you're at, gain weight, lose weight, put in the work every day. You're going to get there. You're going to build You're gonna build so much muscle memory that that's all you have to do every day is what's been working. Just continue to work every day. That's all it is. If you show up for yourself, I guarantee you others will show up for you. Yeah. That's, that's how the you world know, works. Yeah, that's how the world works, man. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you guys having me. I wanted to use my voice so much more because it's much more than a picture. Yeah. Like, obviously, I want to become a bodybuilder one day. I've heard had so many people tell me that. Yeah. I'm only 160 right now, but if I gain, like, 20 to 30 more pounds and then I cut again, yeah. I just feel like I'm in a good position right now. Yeah. People see in me things I didn't see in myself. 
yeah. after working on myself for so long. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, I can do this. And I just wanted to not be sad in my room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so this is great how this stuff works out, man. And everybody's getting fit now, at least in their own ways, you know? Yeah. Just find yeah. works for you. You can ride a bike, you can yeah. swim, walk. you can walk. Yeah. Don't tell me how long you did it, how many reps or sets you did. Right. If I see you're smiling, I'm happy for it. Yeah. yeah. That's what's important. Something's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. man. But it's been a great one. Again, Absolutely. Thank you so much uh, for listening, AT. It's been awesome. Shout out to everyone once again for all the support. It's been an amazing journey. Uh, all I think I want to thank all the uh, special guests that we've had on so far, so far, and then every everybody else that's going to come after. Yep. And as always, stay, stay steady. Stay steady. steady.